1: I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. What's good, fam? I am so glad that you are here. Oh my gosh, we're back for another one. And not just another one, the last one for the year. Like, time where does it go? Like, for real, for real, I was just like, oh, you know, it's going to be 2021 in like six months. Then I was like, oh, in like a month. And I was like, in a few days, <laughs> it is going to be a completely different year. And can we just touch and agree that this 2020 has been one hell of a year? Like we have experienced so much from excitement to loss and devastation to joy and accomplishment it has been an absolute roller coaster if you have been you know with me for some time you know if you're new here you're gonna learn something new welcome what's up boo but really I lost all of my business back in March and had to do everything I could to recover and figure out what was next for me but you know I held strong and pressed on and I would like to just say I'm grateful for how things ended up for me in spite of all of the challenges happening across the world. I think more than anything, this year was something that was really created, created, (laughs) it happened rather, to help us really take a moment to sit still, to be still, to be internal, to really get to know who we are and to really see how we really get through adversity even through all the pain, there has been lots of laughter. And through all the disappointments, I know there have been people who have experienced a lot of joy. So I think it's just been a balance of things. And we're just doing the best that we can have done the best that we can with all of it. So to you who has continued to rock with me, to you who you who I wasn't trying to go there but I mean hey I'm me right (laughs) so to you who you know has really just been holding it down if you just come along and you will be going into this journey of 2021 with me thank you for everything that you have done thank you for everything that you do knowingly and unknowingly to shape this space and to make this community what it is so beautiful this year we have exceeded downloads like I had a goal for, oh, maybe like 50,000, and we've broken the 80,000 mark, you know, have hit over 68 countries, and I'm just every day just in awe. And not just that, but The business is expanding. I've definitely grown my team this year. So my team has, and I've got about eight people that I'm working with just in different areas who are helping continue to fulfill this mission. So grateful to each and every one of you for all that you do to make all this possible. I don't take you for granted and I am just forever indebted to you for what you're doing to continue to push us, us first gens forward. So I wasn't planning on doing a lot of talking, but did just want to check in. Um, just wish you well and everything going into this new year. Really take some time to reflect and to sit with yourself. That's what I always encourage and just really think things through and think about, you know, how do you continue to press forward? Because you are resilient. You are brilliant. You are everything that you know you can be and some right Uh huh, for sure. So. In the spirit of traditions, we started something last year that we're going to continue to do this year, and that is looking at the top ten shows for 2020. Just getting a little sneak peek, a little little taste of them, uh, you know, here and there. And let me say this: <laughs> I was very fascinated when we actually pulled the data because you were like, "Well, you know, pull top ten, but it's not fair if we have a show that's you know put out in January and that happens to make the top spot, but." Honestly, because I know people can go in and download shows at any time, even with the show being out for a while, it doesn't necessarily, people are going to go and listen to it. So for me, I'm just really grateful for what I have seen, even for the love. (laughs) Like I was like, really good show, just grateful, like shut up and tell us already. But I'm going to tell you the top 10 and what we're going to do this year that we didn't do last year is actually in the blog list out the top 20 shows so that you can go and check those out as well. So yeah, so Let's just get into it. Session 113, Turning Pages with Dr. Eve Hudson. I've, you know, had amazing guests in the past who've come onto the show, who've given us some really awesome insights about how we can take care of ourselves and the perspectives to have, right? But I was thinking, I don't really remember having done a show or shows myself um, within, you know, May that have really focused on or talked about just again that general mental health and wellness but then i still find myself saying like but how i see how i take care of my mental health and wellness is actually different these days and you know how i've evolved but i'm not necessarily going to give you tips in that like well what do you mean i'm not gonna give you tips what the show was about today is literally one of my things that i do to take care of my mental health to be focused to be present And that is read Special session. Pull up how you pull up with Dr. Eve Hudson. It's just been a lot going on. You already know what it is, but we're still going to talk about it. Um, (laughs) The fact that I'm going to say global pandemic and global protest 2020 happening at the same time blows my mind. This is something that I feel like I just read in a history book about what happened back in the 1920s and 30s and 40s. And who would have thought that it would be reality for us right now, that we would be living in a time of a global crisis that is not only killing people, but killing people like crazy and What gets me is like, you know, history repeats itself. I get that. But it has just been so, so much because we haven't even gotten through the pandemic before we entered into the protesting within the pandemic. And my goodness. Session 120, Doing What's Best for Them with Dr. Eve Hudson. Our mindset is everything and it's just important for us to continue to have a positive mindset in spite of all of the challenging things that is happening around us you know so that we continue to see the good in life and that we continue to express gratitude um, each and every day. So you know if you're sitting there, running, whatever you're doing right now. And you're just like, yo, yeah, it's been a crazy year. Um, just to remember to like, just to remain grateful and to remain hopeful um, for our world and everybody in it. So uh, speaking of everybody, I have really been thinking a lot lately about relationships, you know, with friends and with family and with oneself. And I was just thinking like, we haven't had a conversation yet about doing what's best for other people. Like, I really believe in helping to empower you and to give you some, you know, some thoughts about how you show up in the world and who you are showing up in the world. I was like, I don't really think that we've talked about how to show up for other people. Session 127, Giving Up Versus Letting Go with Dr. Eve Hudson. I found myself asking a question that I have literally been pondering um, again for months. And that question was, how do you know if you're giving up or if you're letting go? So truth be told, one of the things for me is that I do not like to give up because I have an association with giving up that's directly tied to failure, like i I don't know, I guess it's from what I've been taught over the course of my life that, you know, quitters never win or whatever. Um, so don't give up, you know, you don't know until you tried, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, for me, giving up has always been a bad thing, right? It's well, that's bad. Why would you give up something like, you know, it's a negative association, right? Um, but then again, as I'm processing this giving up piece and this letting go piece, I finally resolved the difference between the two. Session 126, Life is a Blank Canvas with Dr. Eve Hudson. We sometimes find ourselves in situations, you know, I know it happens to me where I don't feel like I have a choice, right? You ever find yourself saying, I don't feel like I have a choice, I don't have a choice. But do you? Because I realize more and more through life that we have more choices than what we allow ourselves to have. Is is it that we're looking at the options that we have been presented or are we looking for options when we don't like what is presented <laughs> you always have a choice and I want to remind you of that but more than anything no matter where you are right now or no matter what you have going on that may seem you know difficult to navigate or to understand or to make sense of what's next first and foremost I want you to focus on yourself for real for real And I want you to focus on what matters the most to you because sometimes, and just sometimes, not all the time, sometimes we find ourselves stuck, not even because we're actually stuck stuck, but because we're worried about what other people are going to think about what we're doing. Session 96, Mentorship After College with Anthony Parker Gills.
0: Part of the reason why I didn't have a lot of mentors when I was an undergrad, one reason I wasn't too much focused on it. First-gen, I really didn't know too much about college. I just knew that I had to go. I wanted to go. I needed to get good grades. So I mainly just focused on getting good grades. And I really wasn't Mm -hmm. too much involved in undergrad. Didn't really seek any internships or mentorship. And I I thought that the jobs were just going to start coming calling once it became Mm -hmm. um, my senior year. But uh, that didn't happen. But I had a few good people. In my corner that really guided me and told me that um, I should really consider going to graduate school. And basically I took everything that I learned from undergrad as far as what it is that I did not do. And I, and I said that mm. graduate school is going to be basically my second chance
1: mm. mm-hmm.
0: to really take advantage of all the opportunities. And um, I started to do that once I got into graduate school. Session
1: 101, Finding a Passion for the Youth with Sentiment Olatonji.
0: Oftentimes, we look at these systems, and they're these big budget systems, million dollars, you know, billion-dollar industries, and we think that we need to throw these fancy programs at these young people, and that's just, you know, going to change the trajectory of their lives. And what I came to find out is that, you know, you show these young people that you love them, and that you are in their corner and you're going to support them, then the opportunities that you've provided them are just the icing on the cake. And so I currently run a college preparatory academy for high school students who are in the foster care system. And day one, they came in and looked at me and said, we don't know you, we don't trust you. And I'm like, yes, you're right. That's something that I have to earn. And I hope that, you know, one day I get the honor of being able to gain your trust. And... Working with these young people who have experienced some very traumatic events in their lives, to see them come to that place of really understanding that you do love them and that they can trust you is one of those life-changing moments.
1: Session 100, How to Leave Your Legacy with Dr. Eve Hudson. If I'd run with the fact that children were supposed to be my only legacy, I wouldn't think about the work that I'm doing especially in the space of the first gen lounge is something that is a legacy that I want to leave it's a legacy that I want to I'm working toward in in being impactful in my space of the world by defining a legacy it's being able for me to help others in their own lives to be better people and to know that they were changed by my living so when you think about What does a a legacy mean? What does it mean to leave one for you? Is that the work that you're doing? Is that how you're going to be a parent? Is that by the financial resources that you're going to provide to others uh, through what means you may have? What does it mean? Define that for yourself as it will help you shape the path for things that you will do to leave your legacy. Session 97. How to Be Patient and Resilient with Angelica Johnson. So my research is based on homeless female veterans.
2: Mm. I said if
1: I go bigger and get a PhD in human and social services, then I can help make a social change, you know, for female veterans, or veterans for that matter, period. But I'm solely sticking to female homeless veterans because I was a veteran and I know some of their struggles and challenges they've gone through while serving in the military so I, I only felt it was right for me to pursue my PhD so I can do those things. Mm, love that. So I'm um, curious too. Um, you said some of the things that they experienced. Would you mind sharing with us if it's okay or, you know, to what extent you can share about things that make being, you know, a woman and, and a veteran so significant? Because I know things have changed, but I know it hadn't changed enough, if that's a good right. way to put it. Sexism in the workplace. They've now just implemented females becoming a part of combat arms, which is, you know, frontline job duties. They're they're now working on, like, the larger machinery. Session 110, making the most of that nine to five with Kimberly
2: Barrett. It took me a little over 15 years to finally get my bachelor's degree because I could, you know, raising a child as a single mom, I could only go to school one class at a time. So it took mm-hmm. quite a while, but I was determined to do it. At one point, he and I were both in college at the same time. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you and finished first? I did. <laughs> uh-huh. I, finished- gotcha, dude. <laughs> uh-huh. I finished just two years before he did. So, you know, it was it was really interesting to have that experience and then right after I got my bachelor's degree I immediately signed up to get a master's degree and I did that 100% online and then I figured you know this is it I'm done with school in the meantime I had another child and in 99 I started working at my current job and decided you know I'm I'm moving up I got my job as the part-time night receptionist my younger son was just one month old And I knew that if I could get into the company, I could maneuver my way around and move up. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. And, you know, I was still going to school at the time, working as a paralegal and then transitioned into my current role, which is on the global leadership team.
1: So, no, I did not set this up. be like oh Eve Eve are you in the top no no I I didn't set that up it's just the it's the numbers it's the numbers (laughs) it's the numbers so and honestly I was so surprised um when I saw this myself so you know it is cool I, I appreciate the love and I could even tell to be just straight up with you the trends with what happened in the spring and the downloads between what happened with you know the onset of rona showing up and showing her ass and where we are now because honestly spring summer was popping popping and fall was kind of like uh uh-uh, we just done we ain't got time for it so i am grateful to say the least though um a few people who did make the top 20 as far as guests um, Antonio L. Ingram, the second Esquire, we have Leslie Harris, we have Nzinga D. Mpenda as well as Chris Sinclair so, you know, shout out to those individuals for being in the top 20 And there are a few more shows for me, but, you know, you'll see that in the list. But to say the least, thank you so much for being here. Again, wishing you well in all that you do. I hope that you found these to be encouraging and inspiring and uplifting. I want you to keep keep on and keep pressing forward. That's what I like to say. And also, as you know... January is the internal launch of the EW Trailblazer Society. If you don't know what that is, you should absolutely jump onto the mailing list. If you haven't done so already, um, go to www.evehudsonphd.com forward slash family. But also if you just go to the website and check out the show notes to get that as well so that you can be in the know about everything that is going on. But to each and every one of you who are tuning in, who are telling your friends, to all of the guests who have been on the show and just showing love and just being a part of this amazing community, got to say thank you so very much for all that you do. I appreciate you more than you know. And uh, with that, I'm about to be out, say peace, say peace, say peace for, you know, the last show of 2020. Know that I love you and I appreciate you. All right, I'm out.